Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's going on, my beautiful listeners, my beautiful women who are always tuning in, supporting and showing love. This is another episode of the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast, and I am your host, Anna J. Fit. Yes, I am so excited to be here. I'm so grateful to be here and deliver another super powerful episode to y'all. And I do have to apologize for my little hiatus. I was MIA there for a little bit. But you know what? It's all good because we are now in 2024. It's a new year. Things got really hectic for me. Silver lining, hectic in a good way because incredible um, amount of fresh energy, interestingly enough, between November and December with a ton of new clients getting into my weight loss coaching program. And that kept me so, so busy. So I was really, really tied up. Let's just put it that way with new clients. And then I finished off the year 2023 doing something that honestly I've never done. I took two entire weeks off from my business, from work altogether. I didn't take in new clients. I did not do marketing. I didn't promote. I didn't advertise. Like, it's unreal. I'm, I'm still, I mean, it's, we're in January now and almost mid-January of the new year. And I'm still in awe at the fact that I was even able to do that. Like, it's just beautiful. And so I am so in- incredibly grateful because the last two weeks of December, I spent those two weeks in Europe, in Belgium to be specific, with my kids. And my daughter, she's been to Europe a couple of times when she was younger. But my son, who's seven, had never been on a plane and had never been to Europe. Well, obviously, if he has never been on a plane, he's never been to Europe. You know what I mean? So it was quite the adventure. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm just so grateful for all of it. And so part of me was feeling really bad that I had not been showing up on this podcast. And I felt almost like I was abandoning people or betraying them. No lie. And I think that that's because I love the work that I do so much. I want to see women win so badly. And sometimes it's a downfall because sometimes I see a lot of women I talk to who are just not taking action and I really want them to take action. Or sometimes I have clients who are like not, not going all in the way that I really want them to go in, right? And sometimes I want it more than you want it for yourself. And I'm just saying you like general. I'm not talking to you specifically, but if the shoe fits, wear it. But, and so... But then the other part of me kept reassuring, I kept reassuring myself and I kept a- approaching myself in the situation from the most gentle place that I could saying things like, hey, maybe it's just kind of divine intervention. Maybe this is a time in your life and in your business and just in general where you're supposed to take a break. You're supposed to take a step back, right? Maybe this is a time where you're supposed to give you a voice arrest and There could be a purpose behind that, such as coming back in a new year, coming back in January with refreshed energy, with newfound ideas, 
right? With new insights that you just didn't have. Because yeah, sure, after the busy, busy, busy challenge that we had in November and going into December with all these new clients, I was definitely, I was definitely overwhelmed. It felt good because I felt like I had a lot of energy and I was taking care of a lot of people. But I think that I probably was kind of going in the direction of burnout. So all this to say, I did not give up on y'all. I didn't give up on this podcast. I love this fucking podcast and I love all of y'all. And I'm back with a bunch of fucking cussing. So that hasn't changed since uh, last year, right? That has not changed. But anyhow, I wanted to make sure I addressed that because y'all know I'm an open book. I'm as transparent as they fucking come. I want to make sure I'm not the one that's going to just pop up and act like nothing ever happened. That's not me. I love to address everything. Let's make sure everything's clear and out on the table. Um, we just, yeah, just address what needs to be addressed, right? And then we move on, carry on, and do what we got to do. So now that that's done, let's talk about the topic of today's podcast, which is comparing yourself to your old self. And this podcast idea right here came because one of my clients uh, literally this week, earlier this week, one of my clients says something about how she's been bashing herself. So, okay, so background story. So this client had been with me for a couple of months and great progress, amazing, um, just really progressing, doing great things, feeling great, building strength, just fucking crushing it, right? And she felt amazing. However, she had to take a break and she had to leave because of a major major uh, health situation. And so the doctors were like, that's it, bed rest, uh, treatments, all kinds of stuff going on here. And basically like she, she was fighting, let's just put it this way. She was fighting for her life for a while. And obviously she was not going to be like worrying about, you know, losing weight and lifting weights and things like that because she couldn't do that. She was in survival mode. So couple months passed and she overcame this health scare and she is very much alive. She is well, she is healthy. She is doing fantastic. And what did she do? Well, <laughs> she hopped, literally, y'all, she hopped on that first opportunity, right? As soon as the doctor said, hey, you can go back to working out. Y'all, I kid you not. The first opportunity, the first time she heard anything about being clear to work out again, she said, that's it, about to go hit up my coach. So here we go, boom, it's, uh, it's whatever day, I'm minding my business and I get a message from her on Instagram and she's like, coach, I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to get back in the game. And me, when I get messages like that, I mean, it just ful fulfills me so much. And I just jumped out of my seat. I was like, let's go. I'm like, how ready are you? Like, how quick? Like, you you cleared? Like, we talking today? Because, like, I'll make shit happen, you know? Um, and so anyway, so she came back. Boom, started over. So she's been back with me for, um, I want to say, like, six weeks or something like that. And she sent me this message this week inside of our uh, coaching app because we got our own app where we literally do everything. It's amazing. And so she sends me a message in there. And she said, Coach, I just... I just can't stop looking back and comparing myself to where I was the last round that we were working together, how much progress I had made, how wonderful things seemed to be going. And, and, and I, just, I just felt my absolute best, strongest, my endurance, the, the weight was coming off my body. I was just, 
everything was just a fucking amazing, all moving in the right direction. And said, and I can't stop. And I literally, I can't stop myself from looking back at that time. And now I'm comparing it to today, to where I'm at now with you back in the game for six weeks. And I can't help but feel disappointed. I can't help but feel like, fuck, like, what is this? Like, like, this is me. This, this is the best that I can do right now with a workout. Like, like, really, is this all that I have to give? And so she kind of went into that. I mean, she was venting. And that's what my clients do anyways. And I always tell them, come and vent and tell me what you got going on so I can, so I can help them develop a healthier, different perspective and strengthen their mindset so that these types of hurdles don't like reoccur, right? And so, so I let her vent. I let her let it out, right? And I wanted to know where her mindset was at and her, her, her space, mind space and headspace rather, rather. And I was like, girl, it's perfectly, let's just start here. It's perfectly okay for you to be looking back. You're human. That's human nature. We're not just going to erase everything that happened before today, right? So it's okay for you to look back. It's also okay for you to have moments when you're like, damn, eight months ago, I could have crushed this workout, no problem. But eight, nine months later, I'm having a really hard time. I'm out of breath or, or I'm, I'm able to work, work out 20 minutes okay, but then I can't do more than 30. Whereas a year ago, well, before I had that health situation, I could easily work out 45 minutes without stopping and I was Gucci, right? And so I told her, I understand that. And you're human. So you're going to have moments where you get frustrated. You're going to, by design, have moments where you're looking back and you may not be too happy with how you're performing now because you're looking at the standard that you set for yourself a year ago, nine months ago, eight months ago before this health scare. However, we can accept it. We can understand it. We can say, hey, I'm going to show myself grace and love. It's okay. I respect how I feel. This shit is going to happen. It's going to resurface every now and then. However, let me also look at what happened since then. Oh, okay. I could have died. I had a major health scare. I had to go through incredible loads of treatments. I was basically bedridden for a while. I lost a lot of my strength and endurance, obviously. Um, I started literally getting out of breath after five steps, right? My fitness level went to shit, right? I had to take all these medications. My diet had to be changed. I was barely feeding, feeding and fueling myself. Um, my body just went through a lot. And I fucking survived that. So you know what? It's okay for me sometimes to be like, hey, man, I was really fit a year ago. But at the same time, I also fucking almost died in between. My body went through something major. I'm going to show myself love, respect. I'm going to acknowledge what happened to me. And thank God that I made it through that chapter. And thank God even more that I'm able to enter this new chapter where I turn around and I say, coach, I'm back. Let's get back on track. And oh my God, I am back to working out. It's not as intense as what I was doing a year ago, but fuck, I'm back to working out. There was a time six months ago where I thought that maybe I would never work out again. 
And so I helped her change her perspective. What came out of that was me realizing, right, that actually almost all of the women that I deal with and have dealt with for the last decade of me being a weight loss coach and helping women on their journey, almost all of them in conversations with me, and primarily on the initial consultation call for sure, were comparing themselves to their old self in a very negative way. So basically comparing yourself now to your old self only to utilize that as ammunition and as fuel to justify your thinking or justify you believing that you ain't shit, that you're nothing but a lazy, uh, whatever, fill in the blanks, right? But lazy always comes up. I'm fucking lazy. I don't understand because I was running marathons, no problem, 10 years ago. Fuck is wrong with me now? These are the conversations I'm having. Literally had a consultation call yesterday. And this woman told me, I don't understand what the fuck my problem is. I have become lazy, unmotivated. I'm not consistent. That's not okay. It's unacceptable. I don't know what happened to me because I lost 78 pounds in the past. And what the fuck? This is not acceptable. Obviously, I loved working out. I was showing up. I was doing everything I was supposed to do every single day, not missing a beat. It's not okay that I'm like this now. I let her vent. And what did I tell her? I said, we go through seasons. We go through chapters. And we have to give ourselves fucking grace. Because the lady, the version of you that easily and effortlessly was running marathons at the age of 32, that's not who you are today at 48. There's been a divorce in between. You've had three children in between. You've had some kind of health issues in between. You gained a significant amount of weight in between. Life fucking happened. So you're also not the same person today than you were at 32 when you were effortlessly running marathons. Why waste our energy and time comparing the current self, the self of today, to the old self if it is in fact not serving you, not making you feel better, not helping you, not fueling you, to work on your best self. I understand that every now and then people will say, hey, I looked at pic- like old pictures of myself and I didn't even realize compared to now how much I let myself go. I can't believe that that's what I used to look like. Oh my God, that motivated the fuck out of me to make a, to make a change, right? And I think that anything that actually fuels you and motivates you to change your life for better, that's wonderful. But it has been my experience that nine times out of 10, when you sit here and you compare your current self to your old self, when it comes specifically to weight loss, fitness, wellness, it's never in a positive light. It's always kind of used to to justify, used as ammunition to put yourself down even further. Right? And... That's really what I wanted to highlight today. It's okay for you to have moments where you look back and you compare and you say, wow, I remember the days when I was playing volleyball in college. Wow. I was just like running around like I was floating on 
clouds and I was just the fat, I was the fastest person on my team. Okay, that's wonderful. But why are we using that version of you who was 22 to say things such as, what the fuck happened to me? Uh, my knee is, my knees are jacked up and I can even walk up a flight of stairs without getting out of breath. Like, look at me. What a fat slob and helpless and worthless case that I am. Don't you agree? I'm a lost cause at this point. The fuck? How did I let myself go like this? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're taking this entirely too far. The moral of the story here is you're going to look back. Because also sometimes memories pop up on Facebook. (laughs) So sometimes you're forced to look back, right? You're forced to be reminded of what your old self looked like, what your old self did, what your old self felt like. But how we look at that old self and what lessons we draw from whatever is coming up for you when you think about your old self, that is a choice that we make. And the choice that we always ought to make is take the high road. Choose the perspective. Choose the perspective that's the one that's going to make you feel good. That's the one that's going to uplift you. That's the one that's going to help you speak more life into yourself. Because, baby, I may not know you personally. I mean, some of y'all I do, some of y'all I don't. I may not know you personally, but I do know that you're probably not the greatest at speaking life into yourself. But you're the fucking greatest at speaking life into everybody else around you. Am I right or am I wrong? (laughs) Right. Now you're probably like, God damn, does she actually know me? Yeah. But the moral here is anytime you're going to catch yourself comparing yourself to your old self, make sure that you are some way, somehow utilizing that to fuel that next level you, to fuel where it is that you desire to go. So You want to lose 25 pounds for good and never regain them? Cool. That's where you're trying to go. What speech is going to help you get there and stay there permanently? What thoughts, what belief patterns, right, are going to help you get there and stay there? And I love to put emphasis on stay there because a lot of folks get there, but they don't fucking stay there. Right? So enough with Oh, coach, I don't understand because last year I was doing so great that I need no help. And then now it's like, oh, my God, I'm a lazy prick. I can't stay on track for shit. It seems like it seems like all of a sudden, like my brain cells just fucking disappeared. Okay, is this helping you in any way? Is this helping you in any way? Ask yourself, how is this helping me right now? It's not. It's literally not. So let's use that energy to recognize, hey, there was a time in my life where I was super consistent. There was a time in my life where I was just doing great with X, Y, Z. You know what that means? That I can do that shit again. That's what that means. That's how I always look at things. Like, hey, there was a time in my life where I was working out consistently, didn't need motivation, didn't even need somebody to hold me accountable. I did it, jumped out of bed, was excited to do it. You know what that tells me? That there is, there is hope for me to get into this next chapter of my life where I develop those skills again, where I have those skills again and I am that woman again, but just a different version, right? Because now I'm 38. And maybe that was the story of me at 28. 
But then there was like a 10 year gap in between because I went through a divorce. I went through major depression. Uh, I developed some kind of health issue. I lost my job. I moved to another state. Right. My, my loved a loved one died and I went through deep fucking depression. And so I took a 10 year fucking break. And here I am at 38. And I'm like, wait a second. At 28, I was really I really had my shit together when it came to my my fitness. Oh, OK. You know what? If I did it at 28, I bet you that I can find a way to develop that consistency and that commitment again at 38. You see what I'm saying? So to go back to the example that I gave you about the lady who I had that consultation call with on yesterday, which, by the way, she's become my new client. So excited about that. When she went on about how disappointed she was and she doesn't understand why it is that she was able to lose 78 pounds. Like literally 78. It's like, I'm not lying. Like I remember shit like this from everybody. And she was like, yeah, I lost, I lost 78 pounds. I just don't understand. This is so disappointing. I'm just not that type of person. I was not that woman. When she was done venting, because I love to let people vent. I'm not going to interrupt you. I'm going to let you talk. Let it out, girl. When she was done, I said, listen, this is not really the purpose of this call. What I'm about to say And typically, I don't necessarily sit on a consultation call and like share about my own experiences because this call is about you. But can I share some, share a personal experience with you? Because I believe that that example and hearing it from me, from the horse's mouth, is going to make a big difference in, in your life and how you're looking at this. She said, Yeah, go ahead, share. So I said, When I went through a similar type of experience, not losing 78 pounds. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about, and I talked about it on the podcast before, but my major significant back injury, right? Kind of at the beginning of COVID. If you don't know the story, I've talked about it before. Don't want to go into it too deep into it, but um, somewhere along the lines, beginning of COVID, I started running because I was trying to cope with the world shutting down. The anxiety was like all time high depression. And I didn't have, a, I didn't have an outlet. I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't train my clients. Like I just, I needed to get the fuck out the house. So running became my thing, but I had a very, very old injury from deadlifting, but that I ignored for like years because I could ignore it because I wasn't running or really doing, I guess running was like the one thing that really brought it back to the forefront and made it impossible for me to continue ignoring it, right? And so fast forward, I kept running, kept trying to ignore it, kept doing, my, kept doing shit I had no business doing. It got so bad, I was limping every single day, couldn't even sleep through the night, had so much pain. And I went through that. I did physical therapy, didn't help at all. Uh, I was getting injections at orthopedic, whatever. I did that shit for like two years and still, same problem. And... As I explained before, there's a period of time where I became so discouraged and then I accepted, hey, I can't, I can't work out anymore. I can't work out anymore. I can't do nothing. Nothing's working for me. Poor me. Victim, yada, yada. Stop working out altogether. Threw my hands in the air. And I said, fuck this shit. And I said to her, once I realized that I spent like almost a year or so, like not working out, kind of turning into a lazy person. For me, it was lazy, something that I was not accustomed to. And I just took a good look in the mirror and I was like, wait a second. I, I've never been that person. That's unlike me. The, the old me has never been like this. And I didn't use my comparison to my old self as a ammunition to put myself down or bash myself further. 
it was more like a question mark. Hey, what's going on here? That's weird. My old self like would have never done that. My old self would have never been just sitting here and going days, weeks, months without working out to the point where now I don't lost the urge to even do anything. And I was like, whoa, I'm a little bit shocked. Like, this is just, this is strange. This is weird. This is, this just not like me. That's just does not match the old me. And I didn't utilize none of that to say, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a failure. I'm a loser. How the fuck can I be a weight loss coach? And look at me and I ain't working. No. Yes. Frustration came up with that realization. I was like, damn, I'm a little bit frustrated because I'm a coach. I'm telling everybody to work out. I'm designing their workouts. I encourage them. And then I sit here and, and somehow I'm not, even, I'm not even getting myself back to that point. But I immediately went into solution mode because that's the type of person I am. I see a problem. I recognize it. I identify it. Okay, cool. What's up? I acknowledge my feelings about it. How the fuck do I fix it? I'm always going into solution mode. And that's what I did. And my solution was, I'm going to go find myself a virtual coach. I need somebody online because I do not want to be like on somebody's schedule at the gym. That does not work for me. I need that convenience. And I need somebody for fucking accountability. Design the game plan for me. Don't fucking want to. I don't want to put my workouts together. I don't want to think about it. Nope. I want you to think about it. And I want you to throw the workouts at me. And I want you to hold me accountable. Because if I see my Apple Watch is connected, you're going to know whether I did my workout or not. See that right there? That's going to motivate me. I'm going to get my ass up off the couch. I'm going to do this workout. And the reason why I shared that with this lady was to help her understand that even I, as a dedicated, super successful weight loss coach, personal trainer, nutritionist for the last decade of my life, even I went through a season, went through a chapter where I was being tested to the point where I kind of just stopped working out, lost the consistency, my commitment kind of van- vanished to my health, to, you know, my physique. It all kind of just went away. And I turned into like this person that was just okay and content with not doing anything. And I kind of started to feel lazy about it. And I also noticed that I was starting to get out of breath more easily, even though I was still a fit person. I also started to notice that you know, I was being a little less muscular than I used to be. Because obviously, if you don't continue training your muscle, it's going to, right, it's going to vanish over time. So, and then I told her, once I looked in the mirror and I said, oh, wait a second now, enough is enough. I recognized the problem. I saw it for what it was. And instead of sitting there trying to bash myself and beat myself up about how did I allow myself to get here? How did I allow this? Of myself. This is, a, this, is, this is a disgrace. I simply said, time to take action. Time to do something. Time to fix this problem. And then I went to Google and I found myself a fucking online personal trainer. And I hired him. Boom. Immediately started my workouts the following week. And the first, I want to say the first 60 days or so was such a drag. I was so unmotivated. I didn't feel like doing this, but because I had the accountability and the game plan put in front of me, it was literally to me like, dude, I ain't got no choice. So I'm going to do this shit. And then I told her, and then after like three, four months of working with him, it's like the laziness vanished. The lack of motivation disappeared. 
And I was back to that old self of mine who was committed, go-getter, own it, consistent, whether it snows, it's hot, it's hailing, fucking tornadoes, don't fucking matter. I'm doing what I got to do. And when I tell y'all, she, like, I felt, literally felt energetically, the weight of the world just poof, disappear. It's like she was lighter. I heard it in a tone of a voice. She took this deep breath, like it was like, you know? She was like, wow. Anna J. She calls me Anna J. She's like, Anna J. Thank you so much for sharing that story with me. Like, thank you so much for your vulnerability. Thank you so much for opening up and sharing that with me. You didn't have to. She was like, but that makes me feel so much better. And then also it completely transforms my own outlook and perspective. Whatever I thought was a problem or whatever I thought was hopeless, I'm now realizing, oh, okay. It's just a different season. It's just a different chapter. But if my goal is to go back to being that consistent, committed, on track, old version of myself, yet improve because you never go back to being your old self. You know what I mean? She was like, so with this story, it makes me realize that, oh, yeah, I can do that too. I just hit a couple bumps in the road. It was just a little break. It was just, just a little pause. It was just a little hiccup. Even if it did the hiccup last a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years, nobody cares. It was a hiccup. But I'm getting back to doing what I got to do. But this time around, because I've been struggling for a minute and I want to get back to being that old committed self, I'm hiring Anna J as my coach so that she can hold me accountable. She can put the game plan in front of me. She can literally like stay on my ass so that until I go back to being that self-motivated, self-fueled, committed, take action, consistent version of myself that I long for and that I miss. And that was literally in some way that was like the most empowering and uplifting consultation call, um, honestly, on both sides, because even though at the time she's like not my client yet, but I felt so good, so fulfilled about the opportunity to be able to share with her how I turn my own struggle around in her time of need, because that's the perspective change that she needed to feel better and to go on, on about her in business and do what she got to do and feel better about it, right? And that's what this episode is all about. When you are sitting there or catching yourself, comparing yourself to your old self, just make sure that it doesn't fuel, that it doesn't promote self-hate, that it doesn't give you ammunition to bash yourself and put yourself down even more so because none of that ultimately serves you as you are trying to get from where you are to where you want to go. And where you want to go is in the future. Where you want to go is not in the past, right? So let the past be the past. Leave it where it is. Is it okay to compare yourself? Is it okay to look back? Of course. But how can you ensure that when you're looking back at old pictures of you being this phenomenal athlete, right? That when you're looking back at 
all these trophies that you won because you were running all these marathons. You were so athletic. You were like basketball star, whatever. When you're looking back at when you were skinnier and you were wearing these like tight, cute, sexy dresses that you feel like you can't wear anymore. Like whatever your story is. Or when you're looking at uh, pictures of you in bikinis and you didn't have stretch marks because you hadn't had kids yet, right? Like this is a true story, right? I look at pictures of myself um, from before kids and I'm like, God damn, that, that's what my body looked really different. There was not a stretch mark. My boobs were sitting up, but that's, that's for another episode. But you know what I mean? But make sure that you're somehow drawing a lesson that something is coming out of that comparison that actually supports you that actually supports you getting to next level you. Because ultimately, we're not going backwards. We're going forwards, ladies, right? So I hope that this message, I hope from the bottom of my heart that this message makes a difference in your life and a difference on your journey. Before I forget, I want to make sure, and I'm going to do this every single episode for these next couple of weeks, but I want to make sure that you are aware that I'm running a huge, amazing, mind-blowing free Bye Bye Belly Challenge this month of January 2024. And I want you to be a part of that challenge. It's free. What the fuck do you have to lose? It's going to be amazing. You're going to be, I mean, when I tell you, my energy is fantastic. I do know that about myself. And I, my energy has the power to motivate people, to make people do shit. Like it's not to, you know, to my own horn, but I am aware of my gifts. And I want you to be able to bask in that energy for those five days together. That challenge is going to change your life. I promise you. On top of that, you're going to get so many resources that I'm going to throw at you. You're going to get incredible guidance. And it's going to be all about my best secrets for losing that stubborn belly fat, getting rid of that stubborn belly fat so you can be the healthiest version of yourself in 2024. So you can become that energetic, freaking hands-on mom that you've been dreaming of being, right? Or if you're not a mom, but you're just a busy-ass career woman, okay? You need fucking energy because you want to be able to travel. There's things that you want to be able to do, right? You want to be around people. You want to be outside. But you can't do that when you don't have energy. And you want to get back into those clothes that you truly want to wear. And I really am putting emphasis on truly want to wear because, you know, we've been through phases in life where I've been through phases in life where I was overweight and the clothes that I wore were not the clothes I truly fucking wanted to wear. Know what I mean? So that's the bye-bye belly challenge. It's a free challenge for five days. You're going to be all up in there with me. It's going to be incredible. You're going to be surrounded by an an amazing community. So many women. The last uh, challenge that we did, we had approximately 300 um, participants in there. It was insane. So I want you to be a part of that. So if you are ready to make the changes that need to be made in 2024, but you want to simplify the journey, you want stuff that's sustainable. You want stuff that makes sense. You're not trying to cut carbs and be in the fucking gym for hours. I'm right there with you, sister. Get inside of this challenge. The registration link is in the show notes. And I want to see you in there. If you have any questions, if you need anything from me whatsoever, I don't fucking bite y'all. Don't be shy. Come speak to me. Find me on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, Anna J Fit across the board. So I am looking forward to seeing you inside that challenge. And hopefully I will hear from you in my DMs. I, a lot of y'all actually have come, ended up in my DMs, introduced yourself, said, hey, I get so much value from your podcast. It makes my day. 
Plus, it encourages me to come back and do more of this, right? So then we all fucking win. So that's that. Register for the challenge. Um, do me a favor. Share. Share the podcast. Share the episodes that speak to you. Share that on your stories. Tag me. Share it in the DMs. Send it to your, your female friends. Send it to your mom. Send it to your sister. Send it to the women um, at the book club that you attend, right? When we find something good, when we find something that makes a difference in our life, it's our responsibility to share with the world around us. Social responsibility, y'all. So that's that. That's all that I have. Much love to you. And as always, remember to keep a smile on your face. Spread love and positivity to those around you. And above all, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.